This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is entitled Ogafjord. It was written by Kaylin McDowell, who is also our keeper of arcane lore, and this is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Kaylin? All right. This takes place in the little river town of Ogafjord off of the St. Lawrence River in upstate New York. The population's about 10,000 people. It's in its own remote little world, isolated from everyone else. And it seems that winter is coming early. Normally, it's pretty mild around this time of year, but there's been a lot of clouds lately, and the snow has been following pretty steadily. There's a couple inches accumulated on the ground. And inside of his office is Detective Hagen, who's just really been having a rough of it. Maybe pouring himself a drink, rethinking what got him here in life. And yeah. the the bell over his door rings as Leif Gunderson walks in. Please you come in and have a seat. Are you the detective? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Halver Hagen, uh, pleased to meet you. Pleasure to uh, meet you. What can I do for you? Do you mind if I smoke? Uh, please, please. Uh, I think I've seen you in my shop uh, around town. Um, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know what else to do, uh, detective. I've, I've tried calling the police. No one picks up. Uh I don't know what's what's going on uh, with with the the police station, but I'm 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 at my wit's end, and I'm afraid that I might do something uh, I might do something rash if, if nothing is done through the law. What's, what seems to be the problem? <sighs> it's hard for me to say this uh, as. Uh, as as you may may be aware, um, my there there was a murder recently, a death recently in the community. It happened to be my brother. Uh, he, my brother Eric. He oh. uh, was walking along the wharf. You see, and uh, um, I just so happened. Uh, that uh, one of my compatriots was nearby when this happened and he saw who it was and I believe this man. I know who killed my brother, but nothing is being done to to solve this problem. Um, well, Bring justice who, to the killer. Who is it that you suspect? There's a, a uh, fisherman. I I don't know his last name. Uh, 
there's a fisherman who works on the wharf. His name is Rich. Uh, I don't know anything about this man, um, but I know that he's the one who killed my brother. You saw him do this yourself. I did not, uh, but the person who did see it, I, I trust, I trust implicitly. And this man, I, I, I have my suspicions that, that he, he is the murderer. Do you have any reason why he would have murdered your brother? I do not know. I have no idea. And I feel that I'm going to take this into my own hands if nothing is done to bring this killer to justice or to investigate my brother's death. Well, um, uh, this definitely sounds like something that we can uh, I can work on for you. Uh, I'm a private investigator. Uh, uh, my rates are, oh, I have no idea. I give you my rates. Uh, I'll pay whatever is necessary. I'll pay whatever is necessary. I'll I'll take out another mortgage if I need to. But... Well, it's, I'm not that expensive a, a detective, but you know, per diem and uh, and uh, expenses and so forth. Of course, um, of course. Uh yeah. Um, was your brother shot, stabbed? Yes, he was shot. He was shot. Okay. The police don't seem to be doing anything about it, and I've I've lost all oh. patience with them. The police in this town don't seem to. Uh, uh, the The crime rate in this town right now has gone through the roof for some reason. Astronomical. I I don't know what is going on in this town. This used to be such a quiet town. When my parents got here, it was a quiet, peaceful, peaceful village. And, Yes, yeah. It's become, oh. it's become um, worse than the dreaded city down the way. Indeed. I will uh I'll ask you then for location, all of the relative information, you know, who your friend is, you know, where I can get a hold of him and so forth. Oops. I I'll give you a, a statement here. You can write down your your statement of the relative information. Yes. All right, great. And we'll go over to the police station where phones are ringing off the hook. Everyone is stressed out. the The holding cell is packed full with people shouting and laughing hysterically. It's just a madhouse. And Officer Kirk uh, Kirk Trussell and Roy Cutlip are just starting their shift, getting their coffee with their fellow cop, uh, Buck Johnson, who pours himself a glass, is rubbing his eyes, just real tired. Just, oh, how, how are you get boys holding up? Well, barely. I've never seen it like this. Yeah, you know, it's... But recent, I mean, just last week, I was talking about how bored I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't really sign on for this kind of madness. You know, I prefer. I always wanted to be a small town cop. You know, I, this I is always, like this is like big city nonsense. I I thought I'd 
be into this. I thought that I would love it. Once it it it, it went downhill quick. Thought yeah, a little I, excitement I, would be good for me, but it's it it hasn't turned out that way. Yeah, like I I responded to a call yesterday and a guy rushed me with a knife. Like I mean, they're just being crazy and I, all the laughter in there. I I don't know what's wrong with them. I mean, are they drunk? Uh, I, they they would have slept it off by now, right? A couple of those guys have been in there three or four days. Jeez. There's something in the water, maybe. It's, uh, <laughs> driving people crazy. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I, we're just not cut out for this. I'm, I'm thinking about throwing in the towel. Oh, you can't quit on us. Like, so many people have quit and just... Went AWOL. Like, you got to help us out. Like, we, we need your help. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, my partner's waiting on me. I'll, yeah, just, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow if we all make it. Okay. We'll, we'll make it, man. Don't. <laughs> we got to stick, we, we stick together. And as uh, Buck walks out, you guys can hear the police chief Folger yell at you. Just, uh, Trussell, cut it. Are you in for the day? Just, all right. We got um, altercation in progress. Fifth uh, and Main in an alleyway. We don't have any other cars. We need you guys to go check it out. Right on it, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. And he's, yeah, just uh, has a stack of papers on his desk and is pulling his hair out and goes and finds someone else to yell at. <laughs> you got you got any other news about this, or is it just an altercation? <sighs> Should we hit the weapons locker? <laughs> yeah, take what you need. It's... <laughs> Okay. Okay, I'll go. I'll go grab a shotgun then. I think. Yeah, nice. I think I'm gonna take. Uh, yeah, I may take a shotgun as well if they've got another one. Yeah, and, um, uh, definitely just my service pistol. It's it's an American armory, so you know much much more than is needed for sure. <laughs> Perfect. You guys uh, load up and roll out and just, uh, I mean, both you guys just, I mean, you know, roll, roll constitution rolls since uh, you've been just working so hard and not getting too much time to rest. That is just a failure on my part. Yeah, that's your, your dragon. Yeah, I failed as well. Mm hmm. Yeah, so. Morale is low as you guys <laughs> force your way yourselves out to your car to go do your job. God damn, man. We're going to hope we don't have to use this shit, but I don't want to use it either, but I don't want to end up like the other guy and have somebody come at me with a knife or something. God, I can't believe that shit's happening here. Yeah, it's crazy. Like what happened to people? Uh like I said, something's in the water. Uh, have you been drinking? You've been drinking out of the, the tap. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I've been drinking coffee, which is made out. Uh, maybe, maybe that's uh, 
that must be it because I haven't had a sip of water since. Yeah, I just been one cough, one cup right after the other coffee just to keep going. This is terrible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, driving down, you're nice. I mean, you've you've lived here for so long. It just it's it's like you're in a waking nightmare. It's almost unrecognizable in this early morning, going through the snow. Just how snow changes how everything looks, but downtown there's a couple broken windows there's some some litter scattered in the street and uh it's just a few blocks away from the station you pull up to this alleyway and you see uh six people engaged in a brawl with uh two bodies on the ground beneath them okay i'll i'll just shoot a shot into the air (laughs) Nice. Just gonna cock mine. <laughs> do you uh do you have intimidate? I think that'd be appropriate. I have charm. Uh, <laughs> I've got a bit of intimidate. Yeah, try it. Might as well. Yeah, it's a success. Okay. So uh yeah, they're they're just going at it. Um one of them is holding another guy by the cuff, like with bloodied knuckles, and he turns and smiles at you and says, "Oh, hello, officers. Uh, what can we do for you today?" The hell are you doing? Get away from that man! Get over here on the ground! No, no, come join us. It's fun. We're all having a great time, and all of them smile at you, even the ones that are bloodied. I'm just gonna look at Roy and th- these they're insane. What do they what the... this they're enjoying it? It's... I mean we we can book him with I guess disturbing the peace. Well, I mean, you know, I well, they'd have to charge somebody have to charge him for that, but yeah, I, or for assault battery, but yeah, we can I guess we could do that. Or you know, just kick their ass. Get them out of here. We just got to get them out of here. Um, <clears throat> you said there's six of them and two, six, two eight? on the ground. Jesus, can we? Is there any backup that we can call? You can try, um, but with how things have been, uh, you're not sure if anyone would be able to. How many wonders a handcuff? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You probably each carry one, and there's a couple spares in the car. All right. So line these these bastards up in order of who's the rowdiest. Yeah. Which one of you fellas feels the rowdiest? (laughs) Um, Well, they they all uh, are just giggling a little bit to themselves and they start walking towards you too just no come on put the guns away try it it's fun you'll see i'm just gonna i'm gonna look at look at kirk and i'm gonna try to just like hit one in the head so he can grab him yeah yeah i'll I'll attempt to grab all right yeah so uh while the one that's coming up closest to you is just saying i put the gun down hit me in the face see it's fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah let me see 
Oh man, he he takes that hit like a champ. Like you knock a tooth out, and he just smiles at you with blood pouring down his chin. It's like, see, that that was fun, wasn't it? Didn't you enjoy it? No. <laughs> do a do a sanity roll with these guys. Just that's better, acting completely unnormal. Past that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I failed. Oh. Um, yeah, so um just just lose one for failing, but um yeah, there's like these people are clearly insane, like you thought. Um as this guy seems to be enjoying the pain, is trying to encourage it. They all start kind of roughing each other up behind him again. I, I we just got to grab these guys. <laughs> Take turns. I... Do you, or do we uh, let's call for backup. Yeah, I'm, I'll go back to the car. Is there a radio in the car? Yeah. Okay. Radio back, and I'm going to say, we've got eight people in a brawl. I need backup and a wagon to haul these fools away. All right. So uh, the the channels are, are full for a while. It takes you a little bit to get the message across while... I mean, yeah, maybe this is where uh, Kirk's sanity loss comes from, is <laughs> just watching them just beat themselves silly. <laughs> and you're struggling to get the message across. And we'll we'll cut away from your situation to Miss Madison Derry, um, who has been hard at work for several days now on a very large project. Alone in her office, there's been a recent death in the community and a very notable property has gone abandoned. Yes. Um, the, uh, the Koenig castle, uh, it's last resident old Olaf generally considered a bastard, uh, by the townsfolk, uh, those who even had a chance to interact with him. Um, has passed away and there doesn't appear to be any heir. I've been going through the family paperwork uh, and um, trying to uh, you know, sort of clear things up. There are a number of competing interests regarding the property, uh, which you know, the, my firm's handling of will eventually bring us a tidy sum. But in the meantime, it's been quite a headache. And some of the documentation is very, very old and difficult to understand. The castle was built sometime in the early half of the 1700s. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't help that I haven't really been able to sleep uh, or I, my sleep has been so plagued by strange dreams for the past, I don't know, at least a week, that uh, trying to decipher 18th century handwriting on crumbling parchment is uh, driving me nearly to my edge. Yeah, and the, the matter of that paperwork is very peculiar because there's a lot of Old English, which is the easiest parts to read. There's um, some Scandinavian language. You've had all sorts of uh, translation dictionaries out trying to figure out the words. Um, 
a lot of it is written in runes, which you're not even sure how to approach that. And um, you're having to deal with... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry if I misgendered you. <laughs> um, um, the The phone calls from the interested parties who are just convinced that you're able to hand it over on a whim. Um, but mostly I, you're just waiting for that, uh, the, the news from the appraiser and the building inspector who, you know, went out yesterday and should be stopping by your office once they're done with their paperwork. Yeah. I'd like to get a line on, um, some academic somewhere who could help with this, um, the crazy lettering, um, there must be somebody at a university maybe the county has a branch of the state university system or i might have to send it farther afield to a proper maybe cornell somebody can tell me what the heck this runic nonsense is i can get somebody to transcribe that or photograph it to send it over yeah that's um so you could you could send a telegram pretty easily to get in touch with somebody but it would be an issue of transport for sure um and it's almost certainly necessary at this point to just get a grasp of what's happening yeah the last thing we want to do is take a fee and then get sued into oblivion because we didn't understand some contractual subtlety from 200 years ago um i'm the Law office, town of 10,000 must have some ability to make a photostat, but then, right, it'll be, it'll be the mail. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll phone Cornell and see if there's somebody there. And if they, if not, if they could advise me. Yeah. Um, so it's, it takes up a bit of your morning and you do get in touch with a professor who is, <laughs> willing to come look at it in person if nothing else um but if you're if you're able to send a photograph it would make things much easier that'd be something to look into soon and amidst all of this you your phone rings and when you answer um Ooh. hello is this uh madison Derry? uh speaking um yes uh this is nurse sunny from the Ogafjord Hospital. Uh, we have, let's see, um, sorry, there's been a lot of patients lately. Uh, we have a, a Vincent Grand here who uh, would, would like you to visit. Vincent was ad Grand. Admitted la uh, late last night. He said uh, he has an important matter to speak with you, but he's, he's bedridden. Let's see. Um, does that name ring a bell at all? That that is the name of the appraiser. Oh, cripe. All right. Um, yeah. Uh what are visiting hours? Um or you should I... be able to come in anytime before eight o'clock, eight PM tonight. Very good. Uh what uh, what has caused Vincent to be hospitalized? Uh he was attacked by a man with an axe. He barely survived. Gracious. Um but he is uh he is he is lucid yes um it's traumatized but he should be fine uh 
Well, that's that's great uh, news. Thank you for phoning. I'll be over as, as soon as I can make it. We'll put some things away because I don't want to have to repeat his work. Uh, and uh, also being attacked by an ex-wielding maniac sounds terrifying. All right. So off to the hospital. Um... I think I'll go back to Detective Hagen at this point. Um, so with uh, the information you have, um, and if you if you took the time to talk to the witness, uh, it was pretty straightforward that the the man named Rich who works at the docks, uh, your best bet is to just go talk to I'll the fishery in, there. Yeah, I'll go look into the employees of the fishery. Um, and uh, see who I can find. I have a description from the witness. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's a uh, it's a relatively easy matter. You find that uh, business is starting to shut down, partially due to weather. It looks like they're understaffed currently. the The boss is in the manager's office. And a quick script or a quick conversation with them uh, lets you know that it's uh, Richard Westerson who has not been showing up to work because they were arrested for an unrelated incident prior. All right. Well, that makes my job a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, when was that? Uh, not too long ago or two days ago yeah uh so i will then head over to the police department and see if they have somebody in the tank that's uh richard westerson yeah great um, afternoon your uh your honor afternoon <laughs> <laughs> afternoon uh officers um I, they probably know who i am it's a small town so yeah uh i'm looking for this gentleman uh richard westerson i hear that he was arrested yeah so you uh you talk to the the secretary at the front um and very busy on the phone but uh yeah she promises to help you as soon as possible and All right. catching back up with our cops um Ryan Kirk, you get the idea that backup isn't on the way. You kind of have free reign on how to handle that situation, or you could just leave if you don't feel up to it. Well, Roy, what do you feel like doing? Kicking some asses or getting our asses kicked? I mean, if we go in there swinging, they're going to gang up on us, I'm afraid. <clears throat> just... um. Yeah, I we could this is this is a terrible suggestion, but we could stand here until they beat themselves senseless and then drag them off. Are, are they approaching us or are uh, they they're just content okay, <laughs> fighting okay. on their own. Yeah. It's, it's as you engage with them, they notice you. Yeah, I think you've got a good plan, Roy. I mean if if anybody's you know, about to die. Yeah, we can drag them out. We got to step in, but 
uh, otherwise, let, let them beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're radioed back that you're needed at the station. <laughs> Let's... I look at I look at Kirk and I say, ah, mm-hmm. duty Guess calls. Got to go. Got to go. <laughs> go. <laughs> Just yep. walk off. Get back in the car. Yeah, as uh, they're, you know, it it seemed like uh, you know, they would they would have complained or something if they wanted your help, right? So, <laughs> it's, uh, it was a it was a sanctioned fight, wasn't it, Kirk? Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Uh, it, <laughs> they could, we could have probably even taken bets, and it would have been fine. Yeah, I don't uh, really do you, that kind actually, of stuff. Actually, but... you want to put a? I mean, there was a pretty big guy in there. <laughs> yeah, well, the two on the ground. Obviously, I don't think I'd be betting on them. Uh, no, no, but... no. Of course not. <laughs> But you know the guy I hit with the the butt of the shotgun that that was pretty impressive I have to say uh, you know how to take a hit yeah yeah so I don't know I put I put a dollar on that guy Ooh, big spender I'll match you all right we'll come back in a couple hours and see what's left I got a plan <laughs> good plan just just something else came up that was more uh, pressing than this apparently and so. You drive back to the station and you find one of the local detectives waiting by the secretary and oh. she explains, oh, oh, good. You're back, officers. Uh, you you had the least important job to call off of. Um, we we need uh, you to arrange a lineup of witnesses. OK, um, sure, we can we can do that. Yeah. And so. Um. Yeah, if you haven't met, there's a uh, Detective Hagen. No, there's a. Uh, I I am uh, working, reco- working some working. case. Uh, looking for a murderer. Oh. oh, I think Tom's. You're muted. I'm looking for a uh, Mr. Uh, Richard Westerson. Uh, oh, he is a suspect in a murder, but I hear he's already arrested. So, yeah. Okay. Good. Could look at him. Okay. Uh, did you want us to? Uh, did you want to interview him, or just get a lineup? Well, I mean, if you guys have a have a history on the guy, I mean, uh, we could probably take a look at him and say he probably did it. Hmm. Uh, I give them the paperwork at first. You know that uh, shows Mister uh, Leif Gunderson. Uh, his brother was murdered, uh, the location on the dock, um, and uh, the witness uh, testifying that Mr. Richard Westerson did it. But yeah, we can we can uh, talk to him, see what he says, see if he confesses. Okay. Well, yeah, what happened can... to you? You guys look like you're a little roughed up. Strangest damn thing happened to us. We went around the corner because there was a report of the disturbance. There's eight guys on the ground fighting. They're just beating the crap out of each other. And they're smiling the whole time. Yeah. We we order them to, to break it up. They don't. 
I took, uh, I took at this at this time of day. I mean, I yeah, could I, see that at night, you know, on the docks or something. But what is I don't going know. on? You guys are so busy here. My God, look at this. I know we can't get on top of things. Actually, we've had folk, we've had officers quit due to the work. I mean, so, well, we're just disappeared. Yeah. I'll tell you this. This has been really busy for me myself uh, uh, with uh, Mr. Gusterson's brother getting killed. Uh, I just I was just working on a case where uh, um, there was uh, uh, Cherie Jensen who came to me looking for confirmation that her husband was cheating on her. And I did my due diligence, found out that he was cheating on her. And she shot him and then shot herself. Oh, geez. Um, they were, like, fairly young. They had their whole lives ahead of them. They could have just gotten a divorce and walked away from it. And I wouldn't have taken them for doing anything like that, you know? So what? what's going on? The violence level has gone through the roof. I'm telling These you. These are good people that live here, you know? Yeah. Have you been drinking the tap water? Uh, I don't drink water usually. Oh, okay. Good, good, it's a, good. It's a working theory we got. The you think there's something in the water? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it all comes out of the St. Lawrence River, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah, it does. I haven't that seen any three-eyed fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh. But that's interesting you'd say that. Have you, I mean, your caseload's gone crazy. Yeah, we, we can't we can't get on top of it. We're so far behind. Have you, do you know when it started? I mean, it's not usually like this. No. You say a no. month or a week? My two cases have come up all in the same week. Yeah, it, it seems like it's been about a week or so. Yeah. If this was New York City. It is New York, but it's not New York City. I don't know. Uh let's let's take a look at this guy, see if he can enlighten us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so uh the, the secretary, uh nice girl named Cindy, uh kind of gestures to the, the officers looking a little bit embarrassed and says, uh I just I just looked all the records and I don't see anyone by that name. But I mean, there's been so many people lately. It, there's a lot of guys in there that haven't been processed yet. That must be one of those. Uh, I was told by his employer at the docks that he was shit. I hope his employer didn't just send me on a wild goose chase. That's happened. Well, you know, they don't always hire. You know, somebody's got to hire ex-cons and stuff like that, and the dock workers do that, and I, I get it, give them some decent jobs to do, but they don't usually cover for them if they get in trouble with the law. But let's see if we can find him. I do have a description of him. Okay, it's, great. Uh, uh, I don't know that he's got, does he have any distinguishing features? Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, just uh, like a, a unibrow and a pretty... Uh, tangly beard 
That's half the people in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that's tattoo of an octopus across. The <laughs> no, no luck on that. But so that's uh that's why Roy and Kirk were called back. Uh they 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 go into the, the tank and round up anybody that looks even remotely like that. Get you a lineup of fifteen people. I should bring in uh the witness, whoever he was. Yeah, you want to contact him? To look. Yeah, let's say I get him over here. All right. Um, so that's Tony that works at the general store. And uh, Tony. Uh, and uh, out of the lineup, um, yeah, it's just it's just maddening seeing um the the people back there. None of them seem to care that they're arrested. They're all pretty jovial kind of mocking and so mr yeah. uh mr huskavarna um uh which one of these is richard west yeah west and he he points out number seven pretty easy seven okay you're sure yeah oh yeah Sign it for sure that's All right. that guy's a cold-blooded murderer and number seven is just beaming at you guys, smiling. And your statement is that you saw him draw a gun and fire it at Mr. Uh, Eric Gun Gunderson. Yes, sir. Kill him. All right. We get the statement and everything. Uh, so I guess now, gentlemen, we're going to, it's now a homicide. Yeah. Yeah, we can start the paperwork. Uh, and... Um... All that sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't know I'll, if I've uh, ever done paperwork for that. Do you have a I know we have forms. I think I think they're filed under M, maybe. For manslaughter? Yeah. Mm. And uh so you guys are looking through the glass at the suspects, and uh <clears throat> number seven raises his hand and says, Can I have a word? I'll go out into the... Go into an interrogation room, maybe? Yeah, I'll take him. I'll go in and get him and take him to an interrogation room. That okay. sounds like... I want to be in there, too. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Westerson, where were you on the night of, you know, do the usual detective stuff? Mm -hmm. So he has a real big grin. And he leans in and says, I'll tell you guys everything you want to know, but I'm only going to tell it to Leif Gunderson. How do you know Mr. Gunderson? How do you know his he, brother? He owns the general store. Everyone in town knows him. I'm not going to kill Leif Gunderson's brother without it being him, allegedly. So you admit that you... Yeah. I right, will well, to leave. Then we're, then we're going to put you in the tank until uh, we can get Mr. Gunderson over here. I'll go make some phone calls. Hello, right. Mr. Gunderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there. Cool. And so. 
we'll break away from that for Madison. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel I need to specify now. Madison is a boy, a man. All right. <laughs> sorry about that. It's all right. Mr. Madison Derry. <laughs> um, you arrive at the hospital and there's a lot of cars parked. Uh, you can tell there's been a lot of traffic, lots of tracks in the snow. Well, I've never heard as many sirens in all my years as I have in the last few days. It's been noisy downtown. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm here to see Vincent Grand. Uh, yes. Uh, right this way, please. Uh, they they look pretty frazzled, overworked, but they're look through a couple charts, uh, find the room number, and take you to them. And wrapped up in bandages, bedridden. Uh, he's he's taking a nap right now. Uh, Nurse Sonny says he he told us to wake him up when you were here. Um, Is that why? Is it under his condition? I uh, I need his testimony, and I'll I'll wait a reasonable amount of time. Um. Yeah. That's. Do you mind going outside and having a cigarette? Let's give him a little bit of time to rest. Yeah, yes. So what do you know about his attacker? Uh, very little. Um, he was out of town. I'm, I'm not sure. He, he just uh, made it to one of the farmhouses and used their phone. They Gracious. wrapped him up in their, their clothes to stop the bleeding. Oh, God. Do you know what direction he was coming from? Uh, from uh, the, the northeast. Um, just, uh, you know, the when, when you're looking out of town uh, where the castle is, from the, that way. Yes, I mean, I, I'm afraid I might have sent him to this attack inadvertently. He, uh, there is a, a matter of the estate up there on the, at the castle. Um, what hour was he admitted? It was pretty late. Uh, it was quarter till 11 last night. But if he had to make his way, where was he injured? He he was hysterical. Um, we're not sure how long he ran before he made it to that farmhouse. It's a, it's a nightmare. Was the assault, did they, we know what happened to the man who assaulted him? I assume it was a man. No, we have no idea. We've we called the police, but yes, but well, it's a uh, it's a miracle that he's intact. I mean, it doesn't take very many, very many blows from an axe to put a man down. Um, it's an awful business, uh, and you're very crowded too. Is there? Um, is there something going around? Some sort of bug? Um, I, it's it's the strangest thing. There, um, it's all assault. Oh, terrible! Yeah, all just wounds. It's not sickness like we're used to. Uh, it, it does seem as the the town's been very unfriendly recently, just in general. I noticed people, you know, I saw a fellow kick a 
straight cap the other day. I've seen a couple of nasty traffic altercations. Everyone's up, you know, I mean, it's a chilly November, but it's going to get worse. We always manage. Very peculiar. Um, well, I'll uh, I'll go and sit with Vincent, and um, you know, if he doesn't wake up in an hour, maybe I'll I'll ring the bell and we can discuss it. But if he does, you know, I'll, I'll uh, if he should if he should rouse himself, I'll talk with him and make my way. All right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, he he was insistent that he'd want you to wake him up. So yeah, give him give him however time you feel is appropriate. And you go in and. Uh, of course you recognize him his face is paler than the last time you saw he has some bloodstained bandages on his right hand around his torso on his left leg um there's a nice chair next to him to wait you sit down and uh your mind wanders a little bit and then behind you faintly and growing in uh, in volume, you hear somebody just yelling, "Wee!" And out of the window behind you, somebody falls and splatters on the ground. Okay, I'll do a sanity, sanity roll. roll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, eighty-three. No, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, do a d four. Yeah, and you know, one's eye naturally follows the trajectory of these things, so only one. Lucky. Yeah, um, and it's right outside the window, so even though it's it's um, the window is closed, you can look out and see this terribly injured person while they're kind of gurgling, but the gurgles are strangely like chuckles, and you hear him say... That was fun. God. Right. Uh, I think I, I'm going to see if I can uh, gently shake Vincent awake, because I don't want to get out of this place. Yeah. Uh, he he stirs pretty easily, like, like kind of chokes on a snore. <laughs> oh. oh, Madison, good to see you. Thanks. I, I came as soon as I heard. Do you know who it was? It, it was Jerry, the the building inspector. He, he went mad when we were... We got to the grounds. It was hard getting through the gate. Um, creepy place. Really, really strange. Um, it looks like it's been abandoned for 50 years overgrown mm. we both were talking about how strange it felt how we didn't want to be there yeah. and then he saw an axe in a wood cutting little lodge and he just grabbed it and went crazy good god how did you get away from him i got lucky i guess i just ran i'm missing a couple fingers Jeez. So, um, uh, do you think, I mean, obviously you're going to be missing fingers? Yeah, a couple on my right hand. I'm not going to be able to write as much as I used to. 
I'm 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 very sorry. Uh Keeper, how long have I known Jerry? How long has Vincent known Jerry? Um just uh casually, you don't know him well. Uh but he's been the building inspector for the last three years at least. Right. Um so for all you know, Jerry's wandering around the castle grounds with a a a, a bloody axe still? Has no one gone to retrieve him? I don't I don't know where he is. I just ran. Well, uh congratulations. Um on getting away. Uh, obviously yeah. you won't be able to file a report. Do you, uh, do you have a recommendation, a partner? I don't know. I'm you know how this small town stuff is. I feel like I'm a one man show, just like you probably do a lot of the time. Oh, all too often. Um, well, uh, you, perhaps I'll send someone in and you can dictate from memory uh, as much information as you gathered before the assault. I'm going to have to go and see about Jerry. I guess I have to speak to the authorities about this. Yeah, yeah, get the cops involved. I think that's, you know, the the legal stuff, uh, you're you're probably the last person that's allowed on the property at this point. Right. Well, yes. Well, I won't be going alone. I can assure you of that. Yeah. Uh, there must be an infinite number of places to hide. Did you... Um, it's generally overgrown. Does it seem as though Olaf in his last days was just occupying a small part of the place? Or did you get an impression? That's... We didn't even get inside... Um, just the courtyard is a mess. Big gardens looked like they had a hedge maze that just turned into a amalgamation. Oh, oh yes, a hedge maze. Oh, yes. I feel like I've been wandering around in that in my dreams. Um, but if obviously that sort of thing has to be maintained by active gardeners, and if Olaf was up there on his lonesome, then. It must be grown into just a thicket. Uh, all right. Well, if, uh, call the office if there's anything that I can do to make you more comfortable. I assume you'll be here for some time. Um, other than the fingers, everything is more or less intact? Yeah, the, the fingers are the real loss. They say uh, the, the chop in my gut is, isn't going to be too bad. I... I have plans to talk to some insurance representatives, possibly file for early retirement. Right, and Jeremy's firm might be liable under some circumstances. We'll have to consider mm -hmm. that. Um, and you went to uh, a, a farmhouse and they called the authorities? Yeah, very, very friendly folk. They... I mean, they, they had some wild story about their uncle doing it to themselves when they were a kid, you know, it's, but whatever, either way, those, those, those kinds, they're, they're used to handling injuries. They took good care of me. Right. Well, if you have their names, I'll uh, arrange to have something sent in. Thanks. We might need them as witnesses later as well. This. It's a very good idea. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll do the same. 
Well, this this whole castle ordeal is just truly a nightmare. I'm sorry. Um, good luck with it. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, it will be a lucrative nightmare when all is said and done, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I need to... What do they... What is the... Uh, in the Western films, they get a posse together. I need a posse to go up to the castle. I'm not going to go and face Jerry alone. What could did he say anything? I he he was saying some weird stuff. Um, he he asked if I saw that a couple times, and I didn't. I have no idea what he was talking about. Uh huh. And he. I mean, Jerry's bigger than me, you know? He's got a couple inches. And when he grabbed the X, he said, the little man wants to play. The little man wants to play. Yes, that doesn't sound good at all. I wonder if he had... Did he... Did Had he been drinking, to your knowledge? Unless he had a boot flask. He hit it well. Um, how did you go up there? Was it your car, his car? Yeah, it was mine. We drove together, and he got in between me and it. It's still probably at the gates. Interesting. Right. Uh, okay, well, I'll, um, I, you know, you should rest, obviously. I'll, uh, I'll call the office when you're feeling fresh, and we can arrange, you know, for some, you know, for, again, you could tell. Do you remember the name of the farm family offhand? It was Jones, uh, Henry Jones. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll check on that. It won't be hard to find. Um, right. Uh, all right. You take care. Um, get better. Sorry that uh, I, yeah, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Thank God you're alive. I mean, it's a good yeah. thing you're smaller than he. That's probably how you outran him. Yeah. Thank God I'm alive. Good luck with your posse. Thank you. All right. Off to the police station. <laughs> yeah. Which Leif Gunderson as well is showing up. You got the suspect, killed my brother. Oh, we got um, the suspect. Yes, um, he for some reason wants to speak to you directly. Uh, well, I want to speak to him too. Might want to have one of those police officers there, uh, Andy. Oh, well, there'll there'll be police officers there. Yes, most definitely. Uh, and you'll be on the opposite side of a table mm. with uh, Mister. Uh, Mr. Westerson restrained. They found um, the son of a bitch quickly. Let's go well, see this out. Let's he's been see. in more than one uh, scrape lately. So, what is this madness? Let's go see him. I want to. I want to hear this asshole. This is excuse uh, me. This is Officer Trussell and Officer uh, Cutlip. Hello, officers. Yes, you need to pay up your tab, Cutlip. Um, I, I, I intend to get around. Um, it's just been really nah, busy. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that later. Let's, let's see. Let's see this, this son of a bitch. So we'll go in. Yeah. 
So Rich is in a, a steel chair with his feet chained to the floor and his hands chained behind him. And he smiles and warmly greets all of you with a nod as you walk in. And I, uh, I'm keeping my eye on Leif just to make sure he doesn't do anything silly. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? Oh, hello, Leif. Uh, have you been having a good time lately? Shut the hell up. What did you do to my brother? Why did you do it? Good, good. So you're still in your right mind, but you felt it, right? You've had to feel it. Everyone's been feeling it. What is this madness you're talking about? Ufta. Feeling what? This, uh, you want to hurt me, don't you? You want to do terrible things to me. I can tell you. Yes, you, know. you killed my brother, you son of a bitch. Yeah, but the other three, they all want to do it too. And I didn't do anything to them. It's just little glimpses of my normal brain in between all of this. It's the, the dreams. You're all having the dreams, aren't you? Dreams? dreams. Yeah. I have not had dreams. What, what are these dreams? You haven't? No nightmares? None? No. I mean, the, the usual financial dreams. But what, what are you talking about? The hard times. We're all having bad dreams. Sorry. I. Even right now, I'm trying to... All right. I... Yeah. I killed your brother. I'm guilty. I've done a lot of terrible things, but you guys got to believe me. It's not my fault. The The little man made me do it. And he's going to keep making everyone do things. He's getting into our heads. What the hell is the man? little man? Uh, I mean, he's... If you if you try to look for him, you'll see him. But, but don't don't he, he he. What's all this what? nonsense? Um, why did you kill his brother? I did it because I had to. I. What do you mean? I'm sorry. To? I man is clearly insane. There's, it's at the castle, don't you see? There's something happened at that castle, and well, the little man it. got out. Olaf, Olaf's castle? Little man Olaf? Yeah, he's dead now, right? It's not his castle anymore. That's just what we've always called it, but what, what is this little man? What are you, what are you talking about? Is this man drunk? Is he is he coming off of drugs? Brief or something? We're not really sure. It's been like this for about a week with people. Uh, what do you I mean? I feel drunk. I feel drunk. I'm not in my own head. It's really hard keeping it together. Well, I just oh. want to make fun of you guys and laugh and hurt you and do terrible things. 
you know, if you're trying to, uh, if you think you're going to get off uh, with a plea of insanity, I assure you it'll be much worse if you go for a plea of insanity. You're going to end up in the county nut house. And I wouldn't want to be in there for anything in the world. I don't I don't even care what you guys do with me. I'm not thinking about any of that. I just these impulses are just worming into my head. I feel out of control of myself. Uh, Only because you have me chained down and strapped. Well, I, think I feel like you you've you've clearly admitted to guilt. Uh we haven't had to coerce any kind of confession out of you sign this confession I'll, i've been writing it up uh, well, i have to take one of your hands and unlock it yeah so like better not yeah. try <laughs> oh he tries <laughs> as soon as you like give him a little bit of freedom he starts wrestling against you yeah but you're able to hold him back he's, he's kind of weakened sign it <laughs> We have yeah. what three, three, three witnesses that you were not coerced into signing this. Uh, we'll let a psychologist deal with you. Yeah, he needs to speak to some head shrink. He's talking about little men and that uh, old creepy castle. It's gonna uh, keep happening. This this town isn't right. I don't buy it. I think you're just, just look around you. Get out on a on a plea of insanity. Well, they'll hang you. I'm sure they'll he, hang you. He signs the paperwork with a smiley face. Okay. <laughs> Snatch that up. We can we can go. I think we're pretty much done with this piece of shit. Yes, my thoughts exactly. And Leif kind of turns around and punches him in the face. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, at, no. at that point, he, he <sighs> stops Wait, being rational and he just laughs. <laughs> It's the 1920s. We stand there and let you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just at that, he up. just goes manic. He really likes that. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk out. That crazy son of a bitch. Well, you'll see him thrown in the gas chamber or whatever they do in New York City. And cut out the part of his brain that's making him go crazy. All right. What's what is he talking about? This castle. Well, he's talking about Olaf's castle up on the hill, the the Koenig castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the castle. All the children used to say it was haunted. That crazy old man, Olaf. He has his uh, odd little fellow. Have you seen? Have you seen that that odd little man who comes who comes down to the 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 town sometimes? Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Uh, odd little man. Yeah. Well. He's he's a friendly person. He's a simpleton. He's you know not not all the bulbs are are on upstairs, but uh, he comes down to buy the uh, groceries. Uh, that's the only oh, okay. that's the only person I've ever seen to uh, come down from from Old Olaf's castle. Like a cat, a caretaker or something. Perhaps I don't know. Maybe he's just some simpleton relative. Who, Runs his errands or young or old, a middle aged man. I don't know. You know, the simple minded, they always look yeah. look a little younger than they actually are. Well, a place that big, he Olaf couldn't be up there all by himself. Somebody, yeah, take care of him. 
yeah. making him his tea and feeding him his his breakfast, <clears throat> whatever. Yeah. Oh, I I have no idea what's going to happen to that place. I imagine it's just going to revert to the state. You know, the, they'll make it into yep. a museum or something. So nice. while you guys are walking through the the precinct, um, the the chief uh, comes and rudely finds and just call it Trussell. There's Cindy needs you up front again. There's someone else. All right. I mean, they're, they're the only real help we got anymore. We're going crazy in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you hear him, uh, yeah, just going back. Like you can hear papers being thrown around, and he's just yelling. And with the the shouts and the laughs of all the people in the tank, it's just absolute chaos. You close the door behind you to the the front office, which is just nice and peaceful. <laughs> as it muffles and uh you see uh cindy introduces you to madison Derry and says hello officers this this nice lawyer has come in with uh some troubles ah uh yes mr Derry. how can we how can we help you um uh, good day all um i've uh just come from the hospital uh an associate of mine uh, was brutally attacked up at uh, the Conan Castle on the hill um, by oh. a fellow of my acquaintance of some years who is on the loose with an axe. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so I think if it's possible, we need to go and secure that property and possibly find Jerry uh, Lundergaard and, and bring him in um, if he hasn't injured himself or or fled to injure others um our associate's car was at the castle um so you know it's possible that jerry took off in that uh but otherwise he's just on the loose he's a perfectly respectable building inspector under normal circumstance and um vincent saw no reason to be concerned until he suddenly uh hefted an axe from uh outside the property and 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 led began an assault it's it, amazing it, we lived through that yeah um i mean what we might recover a couple of his fingers on the site oh but other than that it, his prognosis is good um is there anyone available to uh help me secure that property it's really just me and Tussle here. It's a pretty tough situation here at the precinct. Um, the cells are all full. We've been running around like crazy. It's it's crazy. Right. Well, um, I assume that an axe-wielding maniac is probably a high priority, though, right? Uh, yeah, that, that does take... Yeah, yeah, That's... I'm... How many other murders is that? Jesus, what the hell is uh, it? We got another. There's more shit going down at this at this at this, this castle. House. Yeah, yeah. This is this is really really interesting that you've come in today because we've had another uh, incident, not directly involving the house, but maybe indirectly. Well, you are interrupted when you hear gunshots in the back rooms that you just came out of back in the precinct. Oh, shit, Tussle. It's 
did you don't think Gunderson actually killed that guy, do you? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know what the well, maybe let's get back there. All right. Um, so at this point, like, uh, I mean, there's not too much enforcement. Who all is like who's staying in the front of the building and who's going to the back of the precinct? I'm not a project gunshots. Yeah, I, I might have dropped behind Cindy's desk at the there you go the second pop um yeah i'm i'm grabbing mr gunderson and <laughs> we're taking cover yeah. all right i i pull out my gun though i mean yeah yeah so that makes uh, sense the the cops are the ones that respond the cops the cops right it's the cop business yeah just stay down mr gunderson all right so um Cutlip and Trussell, you run back and you see that the the chief of police who you've worked under for all these years, uh, Steve Folger, is laughing like a madnet man and opening fire at the people that are in the, the tank, just shooting through the bars, killing people and do sanity rolls. That is a failure. Oh, I passed. Do a... Lose one on a pass and do a D3 for fail. Okay. Two. All right. Where he's he's just laughing and popping off shots, killing people, going like, just fuck it. Fuck it. I see it now. Just Let's just have fun. <laughs> the little man showed me the way. Just, just fuck it. Who cares about anything? Just have fun. And just blasting people who like, a couple of them in there are reacting appropriately, but most of them are just standing there and taking it. Chief, what the fuck are you doing? Put down the fucking gun, him. Chief. Oh, and I got my and, hand hovering over my gun. Yeah, and he's just kind of laughing and just like turns and just like, oh, hello, Officer Kirk, and tries to shoot at you, but it clicks. He's out of ammo. I'm going to run at him and tackle him. <laughs> him <laughs> yeah, do, do a brawl roll. Let's see. Oh, it's actually really bad. Yeah, I failed pretty hard. All right. So you run at him and he just kind of, he like, uh, I mean, you have your head down, like you're trying to tackle him. He grabs the back of your uniform and just kind of tosses you into the wall (laughs) and uh, take take one damage. (laughs) It, It takes me a moment to kind of, process everything and so i'm still kind of standing there in shock when kurt gets thrown across the room and so yeah i'm gonna pick up a chair and try to hit the hit the captain all right yeah go for it so so he's now outnumbered Okay. I got a two. Dang. All right. <laughs> um yeah, so you you just bash him with a, a metal chair <laughs> and he falls down, uh still laughing, like obviously concussed and out of it. Yeah. And he's he's just kind of mumbling frantically and he's laughing, just just uh, that old son of a bitch is telling the truth all these years. The Koenigs acted like they owned this town, said they were protecting us from the curse. But 
Olaf croaks and the little man came out of the castle. I'm gonna gonna try to um handcuff the chief to a heavy object that he can't get away from. Yeah, you get him to the radiator. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> like, idea. He's he's struggling, but um you're able to overpower him, you know. This is your okay. job. Yeah. And then once that happens, I go check with Kirk and I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, he's a lot faster than he looks. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking about the little man too. He's what is this crap? This is insane. No, I don't know. I don't know. Who is this little man? Do they have I don't think I've ever met a little person in this town. I haven't. No, and and the guy, the little guy that comes down to the general store, I don't think I know that guy. I don't think I've ever met him. Uh, and apparently he's been able to come out of the castle anyway, right? That's what it seems like on shopping trips. Well, we got to like get some medical attention for these these idiots in the ca- in, in the cage, in the cells. Yeah. Yeah, I'll call... I'll call the local hospital and see if we can get some somebody over here to or several somebody's over here. Yeah, EMT's on the way. We need to try to contact a a, a doctor who knows something about medical diseases. Something is going on here. Maybe there is something in the water. Oh, call the university or call the I don't know. We don't have CDC yet, so uh, what were you doing in the back of the police precinct? You're not in trouble as well, are you? I'm sorry, who'd you say that to? Oh, I think I, I think I, he froze. I, no, he didn't. I I was mm-hmm. speaking to Gunderson. Everyone oh, okay, sorry. in the general store. Uh yeah. Hello. Hello there, Madison. No, my uh my my brother was was murdered by one of those maniacs back there, and that admitted everything and uh, started talking about the castle and clearly sane man uh, talking about a little man uh, died on I'm, I'm I'm getting getting exhausted by by all this nonsense. I think I'm gonna go go grab my my rifle as well. The whole town seems to be going insane. The um the fellow who attacked my colleagues was talking about a little man. He said the little What's... man wants to play. Uh, maybe maybe the Koenigs were hiding some half-wit relative up in that old crumbling place all these years, and now that no one's caring for him, he's that wouldn't change anyone else's behavior. No. Uh, yeah, uh, Trussell seemed to think that there was something in the water. Ah, it was a guess. and, and Well, I know, but that's is, a good guess. Uh, Something's going around is, very uh, quick. We need to get a medical... Somebody who knows something about pathogens. But why, why would everyone of these maniacs be talking about Olaf's castle? Well, that seems to be the the connecting piece here. That well, are they fixated on this this idea? It seems really very know. odd that they're all it's mentioning all, the same thing. 
it's always been a creepy old castle and it sort of dominates our skyline. So, mm -hmm. I mean. And as far as I know, there's a, an ex-building maniac up there now or stumbling uh, away from it, which if we could track him down, that might be good. Although uh, at least an axe is less efficient than a firearm. Mm. Gunderson, how many rifles do you have at the store? Well, we we are well stocked. Uh, we we certainly get quite a few hunters in this area. Yes. All right. Um, I'll take two. Let's go down there now. Um, do you have a car? We can take mine. Uh, it's just it's just right right down. It's just a block away. Well, no, but to get up to the castle. Oh, oh. should we go up to the castle? We can we can take you in a yeah. police car. We're going up there anyway. Yes, well, we'll stop if... by the general store. I'd like to have a couple of boxes of ammunition. And if Certainly. Going, I'm going, so... I, I have nothing to lose at this point, and the whole town seems to be insane. I don't think anyone's going to be shopping, needing anything to, to shop soon. Um, you might you might want to lock the place up and we should probably get the volunteer fire department on alert if they're not already keep an eye out for little men hmm. i'm going to make a call to the local uh the nearest larger hospital this is new york state so whichever one that would be and I would tell I'm going to tell them that that we have a situation in uh, Ogafjord. Um, there seems to be kind of a hysteria that's spreading through the town, and we don't know if it's related to the water or the food or something airborne. But we need to know. Uh, it's even affecting the police. So if we could get uh, Rochester is probably the nearest reasonable city. We could get okay. someone up. Um, yeah, get it into their hands. We also don't want to completely destroy the town's reputation. It's doing that for itself. Mm -hmm. We're going to burn it all down the way things are going. Are we actually the only two cops left in town? There's uh, there's a few other that are out on patrol. Um, there's some people that were at their desks doing paperwork that looked very shocked during your little brawl. Um, but yeah, you're not entirely sure how many uh, bodies are out there right now. Yeah, we. I say we get some of these, some of our, you know, get the flunky over there in the corner. Get him to do the the grunt work. He can go send off for help. We got an axe wielding maniac to to go after. Nice, yeah. He'll uh he'll go get the national guard or you know whatever he can find. Get a hold of the navy. <laughs> the navy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna gonna grab a shotgun for Kirk and I because I feel like that we need a little extra protection. Oh yeah. If we're going up 
against a little man. Is there is there like body armor? Um, <laughs> I don't know if they I'm, have that I'm, in the 1920s. I'm honestly not sure in the 1920s. Probably not. Um, but um, I, I did uh, kind of want to hover on one thing since uh, Madison specifically said keep an eye out for a little man. Are any of you trying to be more perceptive of like, you know, are you like looking over your shoulders, starting to get paranoid, actually looking for a little man? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's all just psychosomatic. It's hysteria. Yeah. Kirk might be looking out for a little man. Yeah. I mean, you guys have had it pretty rough. uh, Yeah. I, I, I think, I think, yeah. Yeah, give me give me power rolls where you're just you know just out of the corner of your eye, you know, you just think you're noticing something every once in a while. Okay. That is a regular pass. What's a regular pass? Oh. Wait, no, I got a hard pass. Uh, regular for you too. Yeah, regular. Okay, so um, for uh for the detective getting a hard and being kind of skeptical um you just hear like a strange little like flute melody for a couple seconds <laughs> that is just very out of place and then vanishes but um so yeah you guys are all armed yeah grabbed uh you, you raided the the police armory you got uh leafs guns out of the general store uh, is next stop the castle? I think so. Could I tell my secretary to go home and I'll probably phone the office and say that she should lock up the office, go home and lock herself in. Maybe put on the radio something, a, you know, a big broadcast from the city, nothing local. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good idea. So you guys drive out to the castle, which is outside of town, but close enough that you can always see it. And like the the people that have lived there just are so unfriendly and reclusive that none of you have ever really gotten even close. It's on a long winding dirt road by itself. No reason to ever go out there unless you're going that way. And they'll always stop you if, you know, the kids go to play or whatever. And the the Koenigs have never been in trouble with the law. They just keep to themselves. Yeah. Um, I assume that we got the paperwork from some ancestor or predecessor of Olaf and some predecessor of mine, so I haven't had business with them. Yeah. Um, Do we know if he was ever married or who his parents were and how long they've been gone, that sort of thing? So... The since you you have been going through the paperwork, um, I suppose now would be a good time to bring that up. That is a good idea. That uh, that if you if you guys want to dig more into the paperwork to do some research, you do have a pretty valuable resource there. If um, but it's just a matter of time and urgency. But while while you were familiarizing yourself with the situation, um, things got uncomfortable pretty fast. Where. They seem to propagate themselves through incest, and Olaf died alone because he didn't have a sister. 
Right. Or a Y for a kid. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm, the, the last of the line, probably an increasingly degenerate line. Yep. Like the Habsburgs. Uh, oh, another and, reason not to come to town very much. Yeah. And you, there's, there's so much of those papers that you haven't been able to decipher. There's probably more you could learn if you think it's necessary. Just sitting on your desk. What, yeah. What's all of this on your on your paperwork? Is this it doesn't look like Latin? There's, as far as I can tell, there's Old English, um, you know, and pre-modern American English. There are some, I believe, these are Celtic runes. Um, some of this is not paper. Some of it is actual parchment. Um, you know, so we're looking at animal skins. This is. I mean, the house is roughly 200 years, or the castle is roughly 200 years old, and the family has claims on territory, allusions to deeds that precede, I don't know, America, obviously. Mm. I mean, the, the United States. That's crazy. Yeah, they were crazy. Uh, they were crazy. Not sure what they were doing for money either back in the days when they could build this European-style castle uh, up here on the river, or more recently, but... Uh, I'll, I'll, um, I'll put the documents that I haven't really given attention to yet in my attaché case and take them up there with us in case anything should present itself that will help us figure out what sort of infection that old man's death unleashed? That's what it feels like. Sort of germ. Well, stop drinking water, drink alcohol. Alcohol kills germs. Yeah. Well, um, you you had mentioned to me that the Detective Hagen speaks uh, Nordic? What, Nor Norwegian. what language? Norwegian, yeah. So, um, there are some recognizable but very difficult sections that you could pour over if you wanted to. It would probably take a little bit longer than the car ride. You'd have to stay oh. at it for a little bit. Oh, there is some Norwegian that's in there. There's it's it's just a mess of languages. Yeah, you might be able to pick out some words. Who knows? Yeah. I also have a, a small skill in Norwegian too. Yeah, it's the area we live in. Mm -hmm. Scandinavian background. Uh, but this runic stuff, that's old. A thousand, thousand years ago that they switched to the Latin alphabet. So that's. Does crazy. anyone even know how to interpret this anymore? Somebody at Cornell, you mentioned maybe. Yeah, hmm. as I've, I've sent uh, some photostats off, but I don't know when I'll hear from them. Uh, these are the legal documents, so some of it is related to the property. I'm not sure about all of it. Um, there's probably, you know, I have this sort of. Hey, I didn't deal with the family directly. One of my predecessors right. did, so we have basically this file of their paperwork that got stashed away that seemed important. So we have an old degenerate family living in a castle. Now they're all dead. Hopefully. And they've infected us with some sort of 
laughing disease. It infected me. Of course, I'm well, not a not Scandinavian. Oh, geez, feel like... what if it's... We don't really know genetic yet, so... Uh, yeah, that's weird. Hereditary. We really got to get some somebody up here. To say that uh, normally I'm not particularly proud to be of Irish ancestry, but given the nature of this village and what it's going through at the moment, I'm, I don't know. The dairies are looking pretty good. Uh, so I was told, officers, that the assault on my appraiser happened in the courtyard. Um, so if there's a blood trail from a maniac's axe, it might begin there. Okay. Didn't know. Um, any anything else about the encounter we should know about? I can give you a description of Jerry Lunderberg, um, Scandinavian-looking fellow, Russian yep, big guy. Yep. Uh, wore a little little pencil mustache, um, and you know, and he might be carrying an axe. Uh, usually he's really mild-mannered. Uh, oh, Keeper, is Jerry married, to the best of my knowledge? Um, no, not that you know. Okay, that's... So I'm not immediately concerned that he's walking down out of the hills toward his home with an axe. That'd be pretty scary, yeah. That's a good thing. Well, this is a dirt road going up here for a, a bit, so... We'd probably see him on the road if he was walking down. Yeah, I mean, he's had, we've got, you know, 16 hours at, on us at oh, least. That's true, yeah. But he might be holed up in the estate since something there seems to have broken his mind. All right. Let's well, let's start with, with Olaf dying. With, so, um, the the drive up there i'll ask uh halver and leaf um if you feel like you're in the the mindset where you would be able to try to translate some of the stuff since uh it would take a lot of attention and you're in a moving car you know you can give me a roll if uh if you think you're up for it i'm gonna do a constitutional first to see if it makes me ill because sure trying to read in a car usually makes me sick yeah, yeah there's not very good uh, suspension <laughs> these days Constitution. Yes, I did not pass. Though so I read for five minutes, and then I'm like, I, I, I can't. Yeah, uh, it's it's just nonsense. I did get a hard pass on my uh, con or my Constitution, so I'll try my Norwegian, which is not very good. But we'll, yeah, we'll see. Both our fingers. Uh, no, I did not. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an archaic. Form. Barely got my English skills. Yeah, you you see like one word that you recognize you know it says like bread in the middle of a page or something <laughs> it's all great to me mm -hmm. and so you guys come up this long winding road um and at the castle gates and yeah a european castle made of stone uh like impressive masonry the towers above you strong fortified wall what if they moved uh, this from europe over here stone by stone 
Oh, right at the gate is a car parked. Right. I think we'll find that's Vincent's registration in the glove compartment. Yes, he's still uh, when, here. When you get that uh, close, um, I guess uh, do do spot hiddens. Let's see, um, you're you're all just getting pretty close yeah. to it because they're. Uh -huh. I rolled a one, so wow. I I spot okay. all. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, you see the blood trail um, in the snow, like you were expecting. Um, there is a gash from a very sharp, blunt object near the handle of the driver's side door, and there's a couple of fingers on the ground beneath it. Uh, poor Vincent was hit. Uh, uh, Jerry is who you're expecting here. Vincent is the victim. So you could... With a one, yeah, you piece it together pretty easily that that's when his hand got hit, was when he tried to open the door. So, he was already fleeing, Jerry. I mean, I'm not surprised his memory is a little unclear. Do you, officers, I mean, these have been preserved since last night by the cold. Do you suppose it's possible that he could still have them attached? I don't know. I mean, I figure there might be some really good surgeon in a big city that might be able to do that. Yeah, anyway, they won't hurt them to stay in the cold. Um, uh, what's Jerry's then, last name? Do we know? Yes, yeah. Jerry Lunderberg. Lunderberg. Yeah. I'll I'll approach the gate and just yell out, uh, "Mr. Lunderberg, are you here?" <laughs> is there enough snow right to to? Is there enough snow to follow? I mean, I'm sure that. Like Vincent's blood trail leaves the property to the road, and maybe the road is less snow on it. But do we see Jerry's? Jerry's a big fellow. Does his, do his footsteps in the snow indicate anything? Uh, yeah, you can see. Uh, so the blood doesn't start at the car either. There's blood coming out through the gate from the initial attack, and um, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I would call for a track for specifics, you know, but um, you're able to see that the blood and one set of footprints leaves back towards town. And it seems that the other set is, goes back onto the property that Jerry is still here. Right. Um, so with uh, the detective shouting out like that, um, I'm assuming that all of you are guns drawn at the ready. And we're not standing in a place where he can come around a corner and attack us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, the officers are like tactically hidden behind the car. <laughs> um, you guys are ready for anything. And after a little bit of a delay, um, you see a hand wave out from around the side and a, a nice jolly voice says, oh, hello, who's there? Uh, police come out with your hands up oh oh good I was just about to come get you guys this is great and he walks out and everybody but Leaf do sanity rolls as this this man um, is just like looks deformed bulbous features uh, his, his skin is green kind of his hair is in pigtails 
Uh, if you fail, it's just one. If you pass, it's zero. Um, as it's like almost inhuman looking. Just a very, very strange man comes out with his hands up. <laughs> just boy, I'm excited to see you. I was just about to go get the police. Yeah. Okay. So stay right there. Yeah. Don't move. Uh, what's your name? Oh, me tug. Me tug. Uh, it's nice to meet you. No, um, Tug. Me oh, Tug. I'm Tug. tug. You're Tug. Okay. What's your last name, Tug? Just Tug. Uh, officer, this is the this is the man who who comes down to the general store to to buy groceries oh. for the castle. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, this Tug. Is not cherry. No. Tug, we're looking for a guy. It was here earlier. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Have you seen anybody around here? I have an axe. There's there's someone with an axe here? No, I, I haven't seen anyone. Okay. Did you see those fingers? And the blood? Yeah, he'll come over and just... Hmm. That's very strange. Is that any of yours? No, no, no. Uh, this this man is in hospital. Um, we're looking for the man that that caused this. Jerry, Lunderbird. Lunderbird. Tug here. We yes. believe so. Do you do you live here, Tug? Yes, uh, Tug lives here at Castle. Um, did, are you related to Olaf Koenig? No. Um, do you work for Mr. Koenig? Yes, Tug work. Tug is the groundkeeper. Do you, you're aware that Olaf is dead, right? Yes. Very unfortunate. What did Olaf die of? Um, natural causes. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Tug is probably the one that reported it. Honestly, he's the one that goes to town. Yes, uh, as the detective was saying, we should we need to look for the man with the axe. Yeah, good. Or. We could also be looking for uh, somebody who's a little man. Oh, what kind of little man? Well, little, I think not you. I don't. That's all I know. Hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, hmm. I mean, could you describe the little man? No, Hopefully we haven't seen the little man. Tug, you said you were going to call the police. What for? Oh, we've got a big problem here. There's there's a bad thing in the basement that Olaf was taking care of, but now he's dead. And I think it's going to be a problem. A bad thing in the basement. An animal? I don't know. Uh... 
Tug isn't allowed inside. You're not allowed well, inside the house or the basement? It, uh, Tug not allowed in castle. Tug sleeps outside with the animals. Oh, fucking bastard, mister. <laughs> um, we need to search for Jerry to see if he's still here. Yes, Tug, have, have you seen anyone else around here? Oh, no. Castle's empty. Okay. How do you know it's empty if you're not? Do you go in now? Have you been no. outside? No, Tug's not allowed inside. So you haven't seen anyone outside? Mm. That may mean that we need to go inside to look for said perpetrator. Yeah, yeah sure. And take care of the thing in the basement. How did Olaf take care of the thing in the basement before he died? I'm not sure. He's not allowed inside the castle. But so. it was probably hard and really important. Were you born here, Tug? Yes. No. No, Tug from the old country. Mm. Mm. Tug doesn't remember, sorry. Do you have any family, Tug? No, just Tug. You're not going to be able to stay here, you know, when the new owners come, Tug. What? Where will Tug go? That's that's what I'm wondering. Uh, we're going to find the bad man with the axe and the thing in the cellar. Which, where do you sleep? Uh, Arn? Yeah, with, with the animals. Mm -hmm. Do you feel all right, Tug? Do you need a doctor? Tug is okay. Just, uh, I'll, I'll, you guys, you do your important work. I'll be around. Uh, he he picks up like a gardening hoe. <laughs> it's just Tug has work to do. Thanks, Tug. Suppose we head right. to the front door, right? Watch the corners. Watch out for axe wielding maniacs. Yeah. So Tug whistles a nice happy little tune and walks off into the gardens. And uh yeah, you guys uh following the footprints, you can see that the other two didn't go to the castle right away. Um the footprints veer off around the corner and you guys can see uh a stable. Uh that seems to be where all the axe stuff happened. Um but yeah, you could go right oh. to the front door. Should we should we check the stable out? Couldn't hurt. Yeah. A lot of places you can hide, so be careful. All right. I'll try the same tactic though. Mr. uh Mr. Jerry Lunderberg, we're out here. Lunderberg. Are you still on the site? So shouting as you go, being careful. 
it kind of sounds like the detective is the first, right? Um, yeah. You're you don't get a response from your shouts, but um, you do hear some goats bleeding, some some horses whimpering. Um, as you go up to the the stable, but there's also just a terrible stench. Just uh, worse worse than manure. Well, maybe. Oh, you mean like death? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Dead body. Do you smell that? And the the door is closed. You can't see in the stable from where you are. You'd have to open I, the door. I have a feeling I know exactly what we're gonna find in here now. I'll uh, I'll move I'll move to the side and I'll I'll pull open the door. All right. So the door slides open um, with you have to give it quite a budge. Uh, it seems that the, the hinge is rusted. Yeah. And as it opens, all of the animal sounds stop and you guys look inside and it's just like uh, all of the animals in their stalls are dead and decaying. What the hell? Didn't we just hear animal noises? Um, it's not what I expected. No. So there's no animals on the property at all? The noises were coming from the stable? Yeah. Uh, the sound was definitely coming from here. And you see the, the goats and horses just rotting carcasses. Dear God. So older than twenty four hours, <laughs> it it seems like a very long time. Yeah, um, even though it's it's warmer inside the stable, so they're not being preserved. I'm going to go in carefully and look around to see if I see a human body. All right. Um, so I'm I'm going to call for a sanity roll for going inside and getting close to all this stuff. <laughs> Ninety two. All right. Um, who is joining him? Are you guys letting the detective take this one? No, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go, go in as well. Yeah, I've I've been yeah. around dead bodies and butchering and stuff like that. So. Perfectly happy keeping an eye out for Jerry. Yeah, that's that's yeah. No. All right. So uh, yeah, whoever whoever is going inside, sanity rolls. Um, as it is just very unsettling being around all this. Yep, I, uh, I passed that. Pass. All right. So uh, with passes, I'm still going to take one just from how unsettling it is. But mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Kirk, you're staying outside with medicine? No, I was going to go in. Oh, okay. Uh, how'd you roll? I failed. Oh, okay. So you too then. Um, so while you guys um i'll say that you naturally split up into two different groups where uh leaf and roy are on one end and hagen and officer trussler on the other end um where um just for hagen and trussell suddenly you hear the animals again um just screaming furiously and a giant monstrous horse just like charges at you and do uh dodge rolls what the... 
And when I say monstrous, I mean in size alone. It is a big horse. <laughs> uh, 22 out of 30. So I dive to the side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and, you guys... Oh, I, I did a luck roll as well to see if I landed in the effluence of other animals. Oh, man. And I didn't. So Okay. Um, and as you guys both dodge out of the way... Um, like you know you blink you turn your heads for a second and there's no more sounds all the animals are dead again there is no horse and i'll do a, a d6 loss on that sanity for both of you oh four points ouch three yeah and so uh it is obvious for leaf and roy um no human body by the way just uh you can you can see that uh, someone walked through here recently, whether it was Tug or Jerry, who knows. But um, yeah, while you guys are looking at all the remains, uh, Officer uh, Kirk and Detective Hagen just scream and dive out of the way of nothing. Where? The, the horse? Where did the horse go? What the fuck is going on in here? What? It's what so, horse? There's no the horse. horse. It, it's a big. Just knocked us over. Was, Maybe the fumes are the fumes are getting to you. Step out. Step out of the. Maybe you're the right. Jesus Christ! What the uh, fuck kind of a carnival is this? Can I can I tell from the corpses like how they might have died? So, um, it's kind of sad. It it seems almost like neglect. Like maybe they starved. Maybe they froze. Yeah, I was gonna um, ask if he was taking care of the animals and how he was taking care of them. Yeah, and um, uh, Madison, uh, poking around outside just a little bit, uh, you can look around out back, like near the stable is the woodshed, and you can see the the stump as described where the axe was taken from. But this is about as far as they got, which uh. They must have gone and looked at that that overgrown hedge maze first, and then come here second. But this is as far as they made it onto the property. So there's Out. there there's blood there. Uh nearby, yes, is where it starts. Um, no sign of Jerry. Um, right. And so they basically, it looks like from the the prints that exist in the snow still, it looks like they basically circumnavigated the property as if they were looking at things from the outside before going in. Yeah, and uh, with your fundamental, uh, like rudimentary understanding of building inspection, that's kind of what you do is you look at the foundation first, right? So they, they tried to take a lap. Right, and then Jerry lost his marbles. Uh, and attacked him and he tried to get in his car and he lost a couple of fingers and then he managed to make it to a nearby farm. I guess we probably passed a few farms on the way up. Um, yeah, there's, there's a, you guys probably would have had an eye out for that. Yeah, there's only a couple um, obvious ones that you could check if you wanted to. Right. Uh, well, I'm um, not going anywhere solo, uh, you know, significantly far away from the group. Um, you know, and I was swinging my rifle around as I came into this woodshed, like, you know, an absolute jackanape. 
just not wanted to have an axe swing out of nowhere. Uh, but uh, it seems like Jerry, if he didn't go into the castle, which is a distinct possibility, um, he might be in the hedge maze. So I'm going to go and fetch the posse. All right. So you turn away from the stump and uh, do a power roll for me. Oh, 88 is not success. <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, yeah, just a real unsettling, gloomy feeling to this place. <laughs> and you probably hear that shout, uh, the couple shouts from inside as uh, they're all rushing out of the, the stables. Right. Okay. Maybe he was in there. So I'll hustle back, try, making sure not to, you know, shoot uh, myself on the way. Yeah. And you guys are coming out of the mess. Was he in there? Uh, no, no. Uh, there's a bunch of dead animals in there. It looks like they died of neglect. So Tug doesn't sleep with these animals. Maybe Tug sleeps with badgers. I don't know how he'd be able to feed or afford feed for these animals anyways. It's well, a tragedy. Uh, but but you, there was something. I heard shouts. Yeah, there was a big-ass horse in there somehow. I I saw it. Halvard, you saw it, right? Yeah, it ran right into me, pushed me over. Uh, or we're hallucinating. Uh, maybe there's some sort of weird gas thing going on up here. Right. Well, um, it's likely. I know where Jerry picked up the axe, and it seems as though the, the tour before he began axe wielding went into the hedge maze. So maybe he's hiding out in there or froze to delt there. Maybe he got lost in his mental state. Shall we have a look? I don't like the sound of going through a maze. What time is it? Oh man, um, I'd say probably about three o'clock. Oh, okay, three in so, the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sun's, this sun's this whole thing is playing out in the dark. In my yeah, head. I mean it's it's northern hemisphere. It's in winter, so sun does go down early. But you guys got a couple hours. I don't want to get stuck in that hedge maze in the dark. No. Uh, I think mm, we need. I'm to get wondering up. if we should go check out the castle while there's still still light. Uh, Tug Whoa. says there's something in the basement. Yeah, we might uh, go in there and start a couple of fires uh, and see what there is about. I don't even know if the place is electrified. So we might need uh, to figure out lanterns or something. Do we see any uh, wires coming up? Yeah. Nope. So it's probably kerosene lamps, lamps on the inside. <laughs> You're shaking the whole town. <laughs> That's a kitten. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go up to the front doors. All right. And so there's very tall doors. You know, um, it's got to just be for show, right? Probably close to nine feet tall. Uh, the size of double swing doors. 
<laughs> yeah. And um, like in an arch above the doors are more of those runes that you guys don't understand. Maybe the old Crazy. man has a dictionary inside. He must have a library in a place like this. Well, I guess I'm going to push the doors open or pull them open or whatever. All right. They go inward. So as you start pushing on them, um, they give slowly. There's some dust. And you guys notice that the runes glow red. What the fuck? In the stone. Uh, I wired this thing up somehow. Guess they do have electricity, yeah. or uh, a battery, or yeah, crazy old rich people. Right? Gonna... Is it yeah. like cavernous on the inside? Uh. <laughs> uh... Yeah, kind of. Um, there's one main hallway that goes off into the yeah. darkness. There's the Dracula Castle. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple of uh, wings right away that you can see. Um, first off, on the left, there's some like hay on the floor, and it looks like what would be like a servants' quarters. There's a lots of like little apartments in there that are just empty and abandoned. There's a lot of cobwebs, and the whole place smells musty. Are there like footprints in the in the dust on the ground? Um, if there's dust on the ground, do you do you have track you could roll for me? This character has a whole lot of track, actually. <laughs> nice flashlight. And I got a one. Ooh. Wow! Wow! All right. Um. So with a one, um, yeah, I'll give you that. Um. You couldn't really see the footprints in the snow outside because something had been dragging through and disturbing the place, but you see a perfectly preserved footprint in the dust that matches what was out by the car, and it seems that Jerry has come through this way. Well, well, boys, take a look at that. That's a footprint. Our yeah, perp's in here. Look out. I'll uh, look around for some hurricane lanterns and see if I can get them lit. Yeah. Oh, we should. Um, we should. Uh, I mean, you're the authorities and everything, but logically, we should sort of stick together. Yeah. Is, he could be hiding anywhere in this giant place, and he's out of his gourd. We want to light each room as we go, and it's it's probably the same temperature inside as out. So, you know, if we if we light a fire in each room, then, you know, we can dispel some of the shadow. We cannot, uh, you know, succumb to a chill. We can sort of clarify, right? And expand yes, yeah. our... Yeah, that's yeah, exactly the... what I was about to say. Should we, the... call, should we call his name, or should we try to not be noticed? Well... If we could just get him to come out, that would expedite things. But I mean, if, our, the, I, if we're uh, the police, our, we should uh, probably announce ourselves. Yeah, and, and our experience so far, uh, 
I mean, you know, our experience so far, you know, people don't necessarily attack on site. Um, they seem to be kind of proud of what they're doing. Or uh, Yeah, yeah. I think if he wants to attack us secretly, calling out his name or not calling out his name is going to be the same thing. But if we call out his name, he might just come out of hiding. Oh. Right. Okay. We can tell him we're looking to fight. That seems to get their uh, attention of the guys in town. Yeah. The real question, I suppose, is whether we should shoot him or not. Um, if this is some sort of a disease, then he's not in his right mind. It's not really his fault. But if he comes at us with an axe, you kind of kind of gotta shoot him mm -hmm. or get hurt. Try not to shoot to kill. Then he might be able to give us more information too. Yeah, yeah. I suppose there's probably rock salt on the premises. You guys are carrying shotguns, so you could be certain to. I mean, you could increase your chances of not killing by loading with salt instead of shot. Don't think that'll work with this rifle, but uh all right. Well, well, so I'll is there a fireplace on the Great Hall? I'll start there if there is stuff to make a fire. Yeah. Well, so um uh since you mentioned the temperature, yeah, um it is very cold in here. Um if if anything, it feels colder than outside somehow. You guys see your breath. And when you were talking about looking for lanterns, um I think this is exciting. Um, what you find are torches, sconces, and tinder boxes. Wow. They were keeping it old school, as they will say in a hundred years or so. I've always kind of wondered how long one of these things burns. Does are they oil? They probably have oil in them, maybe. Pitch. Pitch. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, a, a cloth wrapped around the end with some twine and some dark fluid soaked on. Fortunately, I'm from the modern world and have a lighter, so we wouldn't have to worry about the tinderbox. Right. What a strange old bunch of people. Yeah. Well, not a bunch. Well, then I'm guessing those runes were electrified. No idea what that was. What that was happening out there. You know, there's phosphorescent lichen, but it seemed right to happen right when we went through. Right when we opened the door. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, I'm here with the police. Right. We want to fight. Come out and fight us. That's that's brilliant. I like that a lot. Right, with, right. uh, with you guys lighting torches and walking into the castle, I think is where we're going to end for tonight. <laughs> Getting the big gigantic fireplace going. <laughs> yeah. With the big gigantic lion's face over it, growling at us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our players included David Gassaway, Troy Wildreyer, Julian Arba, Chance Wooten, and myself with Kaylin McDowell as the Keeper of Arcane Lore, 
We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes. Support for our show is provided by our patrons who are listed in the closing credits. If you would like to join them, please visit our Patreon page in the list listed in the description. Or you can use the Super Thanks button uh, that's right below the screen. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the, punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>